means business. She's putting headphones on and everything. You don't, you don't need those Emmetorn. I just thought to get the full effect of your <laughs> smooth, do smooth you, voice. Do I have to take a photograph of you with your um, headphones on? Is no, that the come idea? on. Is that the idea? Because no. comedians now, you need to break the internet. Actually, Tommy Tiernan was in here a couple oh, of weeks. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. What was he and saying? He says, Go on. You don't need <laughs> have to come to that bit of cynicism. <laughs> I'm only uh, he said uh, comedians we used to they used to want to break America, but now it's all about breaking the internet. Which I thought was a very interesting way of looking at it. There's no well, need you, to break America now, is what he said. Well yeah, but if you, I suppose if you break the internet, you've broken America. Well not broken America, but you but know what I mean. He's, I think he's saying it's kind of better because it's such a kind of a big thing. You don't need to physically go over there okay, and say good. tick the box, I've broken America. Okay, good. I just started off <laughs> I swear it was Monday. I just started off being cynical when you mentioned Tommy Turner and the internet because sometimes I find older comedians they have this kind of snobbery around people that do stuff on the internet. Oh, is, is and you kind of feel like yeah, and you kind of feel like saying to them, Well, Lads, like back when news were coming up, there was the panel and, you know, when mm. you did TV, everyone was watching the telly. It's not the same anymore. The internet is our telly now. But there, was, there were gatekeepers, weren't there, for comedy because you yeah. had to get on the telly or somewhere in the mainstream media. But that now the internet means you can just go yourself. You can just go yourself. You can do it yourself. You can film it on a cracked Samsung phone and you're good to go. That's an interesting point you made. So how does this sort of snobbery from the Why older you, comedians, which I think is... Uh, <laughs> How does that manifest itself? It would manifest itself. So I wouldn't get it too bad because I always did stand up and internet stuff. But there's some people who uh, say started doing internet stuff. Now sketches, I have to say, I have to clarify. I'm just vaguely talking about internet stuff. I'm leaving that open to all sorts. Yes, Emma Doran is with us this morning. Good morning, (laughs) sketch comedian. Um, (laughs) Tell us about your life, Emma. You started doing sketches on the internet um, on, on the former Sorry, company known as Twitter. I've forgotten we're on the radio. I just <laughs> Sorry, started yes. as if we were chatting. <laughs> Sorry, apologies for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's, go, let's start so, with something. So you're known, you're known best, aren't you, for the sketch? That's fair enough to say. We can say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we can yes. say that. And you're yeah. proud of the fact that you um, came through the internet. You rose to fame through the internet, even yes. though you were slogging away doing live format Yes. A comedy club. Yeah. I think that's what you mean by the snobbery because some of the kind of older generation comedians are going, we had to go through the hecklers, the abuse, the dirty clubs, the five people. Whereas you lot just had the internet and you could go to a huge audiences in a matter of seconds. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of what, where that's, they're coming from, isn't it? That was kind of the, I suppose, the judgment for some of them. And yeah, a little bit unfair. The pandemic was brilliant for comedy. It was. It feels awful to say it. I know it's fine. You can, say, can, that you, now. can you say it now? I used to totally can you say, say yeah, yeah. COVID was good for me? We, we, no one even remembers that. that no one talks about <laughs> it. We're not going to ever reckon with it. Probably ten years time, we'll all have a, a, another breakdown about it. But yes. like for the moment, you can say very um, yes. confidently that the pandemic was wonderful for for com- comedy. What did you do? So um, when we got the news that we all had to head home mm. for the three weeks, I was delighted. <laughs> Where are you heading home from? You had a job. So I was in the office. I was working in a a radio station as a copywriter at the time. So I was writing lots of ads about hairdressers and carpets and stuff like that. Oh, very good. So you know the way when they say the sale's nearly over and there won't be another sale? There will. (laughs) Spoiler alert. There always is because I was writing all those ads. They lie. Yeah, it's a big lie. So um, Really thrashing various industries. No, but I really enjoyed the job, but I just, it was the whole being in the office. Because you know if you're a writer, if you're writing stuff, it's very hard to be around a big crowd of people. You're kind of 
better. Just as well sit in a train station and try to come up with Yeah, or kind of be in your house with your clothes on and your dressing gown over it at the kitchen table, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of snacking. That's where you do your best work. So I was happy to go home and I was still happy to do the job, but then it meant that I had time. So I was at home for my lunch break and I started getting out the tripod and making more. So I'd already been making videos. Yeah. I started making more. Obviously, we were all on the internet mm-hmm. all of the time. And we didn't pretend, we didn't try to pretend that we weren't. No, there was people are still on. Yeah, people are still on the internet now, but they have to pretend that they're not because <laughs> they're in a workplace. Okay. Oh, yes. Do you know what there I mean? Is that. Well, there was a bit of honesty about it during COVID. So um, like lots of comedians, sketch comedians at the time, I just made loads of videos and... And one of, you time. hit the thing that because everyone ran out of ways to explain what was going on in our world, yes. 2020, um, everyone just kind of saying it's mad, isn't it? Mad, isn't and it? And this yeah. has become your um, your great discovery or an albatross around your neck from which you'll never recover. <laughs> Dis- I think discovery. I think as Irish people were great. You yeah. trademarked mad, isn't I d- it? I hope so, yeah. But we, as Irish people, now I can't take too much credit, we are great at phrases that mean absolutely nothing <laughs> yes. and that cover a multitude. Yeah. You know those phrases, yeah. like if you say, ask someone how they are and they say grand, I mean, that could mean anything, mm-hmm. couldn't it? It could. It, it can be used anywhere from yeah. giving birth to um, arriving at a funeral. Yeah, you won the lotto. How are you feeling? You're, you know, you've been declared bankrupt, anything. Grand. Or like, sure, this is it. Not sure, you know yourself. Or it can even just be a head nod. That could mean absolutely anything. So I think mad, isn't it, was the one that got us through lockdown. Because when you got to that point of saying all you could say. <laughs> and you could say to anyone. Anyone. At any moment about anything. You could say somebody who was um, heading off. You could say to someone who was heading off to get their first vaccine. Or you could say to somebody who was protesting outside of GPs about vaccines. Mm. Oh, mad, isn't it? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It's kind of that's like... Right. That's actually a good way of placating those protesters, wasn't it? Yeah. Mad, isn't it? Because they're not sure which side. They're just assuming based on confirmation <laughs> bias. Oh, that was, there's someone who's with us. It's almost. a handy one in taxis as well. Yeah. Yeah, just mad, mad isn't it? <laughs> Any opinion that's drawn with you, mad isn't it? So you're not saying how, what side of the fence you're on. You, you wouldn't mad, want to using it too early, would you? The mad, isn't it? You've got to get through, I think, two or three back and forths before you can comfortably finish a conversation with a stranger as an Irish person. Okay, right. That's for me personally. I don't think you can start off at mad, isn't it? Because that's kind of dismissive. That would be a bit of a strange place to start, yeah. Yeah. Where do you go beyond that? <laughs> if, if everything's mad, then that's kind of, a, it's very much a full stop. It's punctuation. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, you finish at that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do people come up to you now and, and say, they, mad, isn't it? They do, or they, like, now at the time, when things started to open up, people said it to me a lot. And, um... Then one time I was in, I was enjoying it. I'll be honest about it. I was I was enjoying it. I was I was smiling. I was laughing. I was loving it. And then <laughs> I was a little smug, a little head of me going around thinking I was great. And then somebody said it to me one day. It's in my head, isn't it? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you're not very good. And they're like, what? It was a conversation. But they were just saying. They were saying it to me, <laughs> okay. and then I had to go in to explain. And oh no, sorry, oh, I had oh. this video. I went viral, and yeah, this, I'm, I'm really well puke. known. <laughs> It was Tommy Turner. No, I'm not listening. But it was just, yeah, it was that was bad. So that put me in my place, pretty sharp. But it, it it set you off uh, nicely into the world, and and I presume you've earned your chops now among the older generation of spiteful comedians. No, I think I have. To, no, no, uh, no, because you've been uh, touring a fair bit. Have, uh, like yeah. it's a very different discipline, then, isn't it, to be doing sketches one minute, and then the live because the sketches are one thing for a particular format, aren't they? Yeah. But when you're live on stage. 
you kind of well, sketches or you're you pretending know. to be types are you yeah. what do you tell me well some some of my sketches actually they would be very like my stand up but just in, like in a, a different way. Mm. So there would so, be some crossover, but yeah, they are two completely different disciplines and they're, yeah, it's just different. What I mean, but the I sketches are kind of them. like, they're like send-ups of particular characters that we know in Ireland, whereas you kind of have to be somewhat yourself on stage. Yeah, but I think a lot of the characters I would do would be myself. Aha. Uh-huh. That's kind of the part that I'm not... So you're, you're just a... An Irish person who says nothing of meaning. Is that what you're saying to us? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But um, no, I think because I started them both at around the same time. So I've been doing stand-up for like 10 years. I think I have, um, yeah, I've got a good handle on what's the difference between a, like a sketch video and then stand-up like doing it in person. So they complement each other well, but they're definitely different I mean, disciplines, that sounds a bit much, but you know what I mean? It is, yeah. Sure, well, you know. We'll sit here and talk about the work. Yeah. The, 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 the work. arts. <laughs> yeah. art. um, it's, well, I mean, autobiographicals. You're on stage and your family are obviously used to it with 10 years. Yeah. Um, but do they ever get used to comedians, really? Talk? I, I'm, I can get away with it because I can just put on masks and pretend to be different yes. people. But you have to be yourself, don't you? Yeah, I think my dad goes to a few gigs. Oh, right. Yeah, with, I mean, fair play to him. My brothers have never been to see me. My mother hasn't uh, come to see me on this tour. Right. Because she told me, she said, oh, I might be very nervous. Are you the only girl in your family? Yeah. Only I was bro- kind of like, who are you telling? Like, I'm nervous as well. It's grand. Like, so you're in a manly man's world. Yeah, yes. Oh, that, that's interesting. I'm the youngest. Oh, you're the youngest? Yes. Of- Okay, I have a fleet of boys. There's a, there's, I've just two older brothers, yeah. So she doesn't, she doesn't enjoy them. Like she thinks I'm very, <laughs> she thinks I'm very good and all the rest of it. And she's very Is happy for me. My mum. Oh, your mum. Okay. She doesn't enjoy it. She's worried for you. She's worried. Yeah, the uh, brothers uh, are worried. Everyone's uh, worried. I'm not worried. Well, they can use that as an excuse. So it's not, after 10 years, you'd imagine they would have gone to. Yeah, wouldn't you? Do you want to do some therapy on this? Do you think there's something <laughs> there that I brothers? should? Yeah, yeah. I think they should go. They really should go. <laughs> but then again, I haven't. Are you talking about them in the show? Is that the reason? I do mention them, yeah. All they right. don't know that, though. I thought that would lure them. <laughs> well, I'd say Dad must have told, told them. Maybe. Maybe I need to offer them free tickets. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> don't do that. Um, I well, they should pay. You have children as well. I do. I have children, yes. Um, I... Um, I was going to explain why, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, we know why. <laughs> do, we, um, do they go to the show? Are they old enough to go to your show? No, my daughter is... My eldest is 20. Yes. So now, like, I was young when I had her, but um, thankfully I was very well set up. It was just after my confirmation. So I did quite well. <laughs> Made a good few quid. But um, no, she's 20 and she doesn't go. She's no interest. No interest in We're kind of... It's getting dark now, isn't it? That my well, family no, I like have. that. I'm, I'm interested in this. So no family members would ever go to see any work. The, uh, do your family go to see you? Yeah, they do, of course. Yeah, because, because they're not being me and they know that okay. being mentioned in the show. It is different, isn't it? And do you enjoy them going? Or is it, no. does it add an extra... It does add a little uh, bit of stress. Yeah, yes. kind of going, oh, you feel like, um, do I have to tidy up the place a little bit? Yeah, or they're texting you <laughs> will they, 10 minutes will we have before. to do things after the show? Do they know how late it is? Yeah, so, uh, I'm tired. No, they don't text things before the, after the, uh, before the show at all. Oh, that's no. good. Because no. usually people, you know, text you and say, what time is this starting at? And not much commentary afterwards either. 
It's good or bad. That's what you would. That's the perfect sweet spot. You don't want any. Oh, we don't want commentary. You want a line of well done or whatever. But no, my daughter doesn't uh, go. Your daughter doesn't go. Uh, not interested in comedy in that world. I think she's interested in comedy. She's just not interested. She just. <laughs> Has she featured in sketches though? You've done. She's done yeah. sketches. Yeah. No, she's happy to so get into sketches. That, that's called pod- comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've done. Po- we've done a podcast together. Oh yes. Okay. So I think she's just not bothered to actually physically leave the house. And go and see. I think her, I think as far as she's concerned, like I see enough already. And that's. Yeah, I can you know? see that. Yeah. yeah. You, you're definitely doing some stuff about home and the show, aren't you? Yes. You know, such as what are you, what is getting under their skin that you're discussing on the show? Well, I think I, I basically just say everything. I talk about everything. I talk mm-hmm. about um, how I met my partner, how I got pregnant at 18. My time in court town. So that's what happened when I was 18. Oh, yes. Okay. I went to like discover the world mm-hmm. and I got as far as court town. And I got pregnant in about four days. Right. So I just. Okay. <laughs> fantastic four days. <laughs> but, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't planned or anything like that. And then I came back home. I did my leave insert. Wow. And then um, it was me and my daughter and I went off to college. And so I'm talking about all that stuff. So maybe she's just like, I was there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've, I've heard enough. Um, so, but I do try to be, I would say I'm definitely more honest in my stand-up than my sketches. Yes. Because I feel like if somebody comes to see your stand-up, it's more intimate. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if you put something online, anyone can see it. Whereas if someone comes to your show, they've, to a certain extent, bought into it. Now, I do realise that. Siobhan might be there because Sarah had a spare ticket. I was like, will you come? She's like, I've no idea who she is. <laughs> but like a lot this of people. This is a random Siobhan you're talking about. Yeah, but you know what okay. I mean? Like a lot the people that are yeah, coming to see. Yeah, you always see the plus one yeah. that's been dragged along. And, and you probably fight to win their that person's attention. Of Don't course, you do that? That is course. the insecurity of all comedians going, yes. I can see the person doesn't want to be here. They're kind of refusing on behalf of the other partner just to let everyone know they're enjoying the show. So you kind of fight really hard you, for, that, for that person. I don't know why That's you no do that. no better feeling than winning them over, is there? But, uh, oh, it's brilliant. Oh, but it, oh, our why? egos, our fragile egos. It's a, ter- it's a terrible thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I do, I think it's just naturally, it's a more uh, intimate kind of setting mm. being on stage and they, you can eyeball the people as well so um, I'm pretty like yeah I'm pretty honest on stage The key to comedy off is the tension isn't it so when yes. you land an audience particularly with our dark history in Ireland mm. that uh, you became pregnant at 18 on a visit from uh, are you, you're, what part of Dublin are you from? I'm from Rathfarnham. Rathfarnham, yeah, down to Cork because the Dubs really love Wexford, don't they, for their holidays? They really do. Really do. Yeah. They don't like going too far. <laughs> no, if they go any further, they won't road. be able. Yeah, if they go any further, they I'm won't be I'm not going left or right. I'm yeah. going down. That's it. <laughs> What's down there? It's Wexford. Street. Okay. That's it. What's at the top of it? Cork Town. Okay, that's it. That's me done. Basically, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So the tension. Do do you see audiences um, squirm a small bit? Even young people when when they hear about a I think teenage probably, pregnancy. I think probably young people more so than people my own age. Really, I find that younger audiences are more um, conservative or like easy. Collectively, well, easy, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Because I remember when I started comedy, people used to worry about like, say, if there was a an old woman sitting up the front, mm. you know, like kind of in her 70s or 80s, like, oh, I can't be saying what I'm saying in front of her. Yeah. But then you suddenly learn like, oh, she's been there, done it. Of course. She's probably the one that 
like is la- has the big filthy laugh and saying, oh, I love all that stuff. Yeah, Tell I me love, more about love that. Love those audience people, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like, we can't be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> the things we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny? Well. I think you mean as well collectively because we know that individually people have. Uh, but audiences, when they get together, they're sort of afraid to be seen reacting in a certain way to certain things you find. Oh, definitely. I feel like it's the, the conditions have to be perfect for comedy. So it has to be like dark, but not too dark. You know, like pe- people really shouldn't be able to see people in the audience so that they feel the freedom to laugh. Yeah. Or if they're laughing at something that people can't see, mm-hmm. I'm laughing at this dirty bit or on the edge bit or whatever yeah, it is. After that joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't know. It's funny, you, isn't it? You need darkness. They need, yeah, they can't be kind of be able to eyeball each other and recognise each other. You can't, like, oh, the acoustics have to be perfect. You can't have, like, the bar clinking with glasses. It's like, it's, the conditions, you know, like, have you ever done? <laughs> it's like a lab. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. Anytime I've done comedy at something that isn't a comedy setting, it's never the same. So, like, I've done comedy at weddings or, oh, you know, there's been spoken words. Tell us about the wedding Comedy and what? We've all had to go through this. Go on. It's bad enough. It's bad. I mean, look, I'm still available. Um, <laughs> I'm with Avery. You can email John. Uh, happy to do it. But <laughs> but it won't go well <laughs> for anybody. It's Is not it, going to make your special day better. There are two yes. camps in a, at a wedding and they're watching out for each side laughing at the other person's expense. At the other. It's very hard. And some, like... It may be a case of. I'm very the good bride. at it, by the way. Also available. Yeah. <laughs> better, better than Emma Doran. Sorry. Hey, Continue no, on. No, look, I'm probably cheaper. So it depends on what your budget is. If I'll do bud- for less. Because <laughs> I don't have Avery Talent Agency. They add cream on top. So I would do it. <laughs> I'll do it for cash. Can we say that? Can we? Sorry, this is still live, by the way. Just yeah. let you know. 515 no, on Before text. COVID, you used, there was plenty of cash in comedy. Cash in your hand, it's all gone. Not a good thing to be admitting. You know. Okay, but whatever. No, go back to the wedding comedy. This so. is what we're interested in now. <laughs> it is, you know, it's it's a prime wedding season and people are now yeah. listening to this going, yeah, I've actually got a comedian booked. It's tough because there is actually so much entertainment at a wedding. You don't really need the comedy. It's a bit overwhelming, yeah. You've got the speeches, but you've got like, you know, Auntie Mary who is proclaiming that the wind just hit her in a certain way or she's just off antibiotics or <laughs> she's wearing slippy shoes or whatever it is. So there's all sorts of entertainment going on at a wedding. I'm not sure if you need a stand-up comedian coming in. You also have too broad of an audience. You've got children yes. all the way children, up to children. Uh, the older people. And, and the best man who's never done comedy and now decided to do it for the first time in his life doesn't understand that he's not performing just to his mates who've been to the stag. And that's where it goes horribly wrong, isn't it? But it's you get information funny. on both sides. Do you have family? Or do, you, do, you, do they say, just come along and do your thing? I don't mean I don't do many of them. Like you're, I've just you're, come. Very, you're a nice, clean comedian, though, aren't you? <laughs> Emma, nice and clean, perfect for weddings. <laughs> you could do a funeral. I mean, you take the money and run, don't you? But um, <laughs> just make sure you charge fat, all right? Everybody's <laughs> cash. I'll do Christmas as well, um, birthday parties, whatever. I'm available. There's a text in here. There's a slight embarrassment in the Irish when it comes to seeing one of the family performing on stage, whether it's acting, whether it's singing, anything. It's also a slight incredulity that one of the family is actually that good to draw public attention. They've hit on something here. Yes. It's a whole mixture of things, so they'd rather leave them alone, but they're ready to pick up if you fail. True. Uh, there's no accounting for the Irish psyche, says Mary. 
I was going to say, is that my brother, <laughs> my brother Simon? Yes, I think Mary has definitely hit on something there. It's kind of a bit strange, isn't it, that you would have... It's embarrassing. I mean, the whole thing is embarrassing that you are <laughs> saying, I'm so desperate to make people I don't know laugh that I'm willing to go out, I'm willing to organise dates and go to places and walk out on stage. Yeah. It's all a bit much, isn't it? And then people are there going, we want to laugh so much that we will buy tickets to see this. Mm-hmm. And they will, they, they want you to succeed. So they're going to be laughing away. Whereas at the wedding, they're going, huh, I'd like to see this one now. Yeah. So, no, Fallen I totally ours. get that. I think it is a bit. Speaking, speaking of your dates, definitely done, by the way. Um, <laughs> list out your, list unashamedly now. Come on, this is how you sell things. List your tour dates out unashamedly. Um, lots in September. Well, the big one is Vicker Street, Dublin. You've done Vicker Street a couple of times already. I've done a couple of times this year. So that's, that's the, that'll be me finished in Dublin then. You're okay. So. You're really draining uh, Dublin. Uh, September the 23rd. That's a good time actually when the nights start closing in again. I think so. I mean, now at the moment, we're still kind of in summer buzz. I'm going away now in a couple of yeah. weeks myself. So, but when yeah, I come your back. Your agent, uh, forget about your holidays. Your agent is now <laughs> screaming at the radio to list out your dates. Abbey Tavern <laughs> in Hoth, 14th yes. September. You're going Friars Great Gate uh, Theatre in Limerick in September. The Waterford Theatre Royal, which is beautiful venue. I haven't played done. before oh, and I'm really Rican. looking forward to it. Also in September. Emma Doran Comedy.com. And what nights are you doing the uh, comedy festival in the Ivy Gardens this week? All of them. I didn't book any weddings this oh, year. Oh, you so, Yeah, ah. I'm doing all of them. Which <laughs> is uh, starting the 27th. What day are we on now? The Thursday. 25th. So Thursday. Thursday yeah. all the way through. To uh, Sunday. To the weekend in, in tents in the Ivy Gardens. It's great. That's a great place to... It is lovely, I have to say, because it's kind of the chance that you get to catch up with all the other comedians. Hang on now, you have to work here as well. There's no catching you do. up. Um, yeah. But we talk about the internet comedians, we've got the state of them and uh, we do all that stuff. And then we get on stage and we just yeah tell people we're available for weddings and that kind of thing. Okay, emmadorncomedy.com. Thank you very much. Thanks That's Emma. all you are. You're just a website. You're a just URL. Just a website. That's yeah, it. Thank you for the Emma Doran URL for being in here today. Emma Doran sketch, Love Island in your 30s is so painfully funny and true. I go around quoting it all the time, says this texter. So That's, That's the thing nice. for someone to look up if they don't know who you are. Because oh, yeah. older crowd, you know, Radio 1 and all that. Oh, okay. uh, they're the ones who love the dirty laugh. Uh, more than anything they'll be the filthy hey Georgie hey Georgie is that what I meant to say 5151 is the text we have to take a break thanks Emma (laughs) 